Young Cooter, school me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie. True pimp, spin no dough on the booty. And you yell, there go mace, there go your cutie. All right, man, let's do it. All right, everybody. Another week of Talk To Me with T and Maddie B. But if you're listening, what? if you heard that, that other voice, that is not Maddie B. That is, in fact, <laughs> longtime friend of the show, Caleb Motts. How's it going, Caleb? It's going good. It's going good. I am uh, coming at you from Playa del Carmen in Mexico right now. Poolside. Um, I'm glad to be able to poolside. <laughs> not quite, not quite. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the internet was better in my room, ah, uh, so I decided to take, take the call there. Listen, yes, we had some technical difficulties um, leading up to this, but I think we're rolling, right? I think everything's good? Yeah, we're rolling. Everything's good. It's uh, being recorded. I, I just want to point out the level of commitment Caleb has is that he's <laughs> in Playa del Carmen, Mexico, and he's he's on the podcast right now recording instead of Maddie. so appreciate that, right. buddy. And. Yeah, for our listeners, yesterday, Matt and Caleb and I chatted just for a few minutes to sort uh, what we're going to talk about today, and he was definitely poolside at that time. No shirt on, <laughs> drink in hand, just chilling. <laughs> yeah, just just living the life. Yeah, yeah. it's been a good week. Uh, my wife and I have been here uh, with, with some of her family, just a bit of a getaway. Um, it definitely snuck up on us. Um, you know, it, we ended up leaving in the middle of a very busy season, but it's ended up being an awesome week, and and we're we're happy to be here, but unfortunately we fly out tomorrow morning, so this is our last night. Ah, well, you know, back yeah, to the real yeah. world. Just in time for Christmas, though. Back to the real world. Yeah, what's the weather like in Medicine Hat there today? Uh, it snowed a ton, so you're coming back to winter. <laughs> yeah, it snowed a lot, uh, <laughs> and it's cold out. Good to know. <laughs> oh shoot! All right, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll not talk about that anymore. That's pretty depressing. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's actually funny that you say that because what we're going to talk about is TikTok. Now, oh, for yes. some of our older listeners, myself included, I'll be honest, I barely understand what TikTok is. But TikTok is the <laughs> newest social media thing out there. The only reason I know about it is because my nieces and nephews are all about it. And I know you yeah, sent yeah. me a video on TikTok the other day. <laughs> and it was pretty I funny. did. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. So I just recently got the app myself. I heard it mentioned on a few other podcasts that I listened to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, what's this all about? And it's kind of funny because I've lately been trying to like cut back my social media usage. Um, I haven't been on Facebook for a really, really long time. And I try to use Instagram fairly intermittently or, or very, fairly sparingly. Um, and then I was like hesitant to get another social media platform. Right. But then I realized like you don't have to make a profile and it's just like super casual. Like you can just flip through videos and it's actually really, really fun. Okay. Um, is at it like first, Vine? at first I, uh, yeah, it like is. Vine it's kind of like the be? new yeah. Vine. Yeah. It's like Vine 2.0. Like and see the, the thing that, yeah, like, like, they can be a little bit longer. I think it's not necessarily just six seconds, but, um, th- they're all like super funny, super, super positive. Um, one thing I found is that like when you first get the app or for me, it was this way anyway, um, maybe it just profiled me a little bit. Um, (laughs) but I, I got a lot of videos of like, of like girls, like lip syncing and dancing and, you know, it was kind of like a little bit like, you know, the Instagram model, like kind of vibe to that whole thing. Yeah. I was like, very, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't super into that, but then I realized I could filter that kind of stuff. So I was like, I don't want to see this anymore. Interesting. And then I like curated my feed a little bit 
and man, it's it's been a blast. Uh, so that's kind of like I've been super on it lately. But okay. it's kind of funny because it makes me realize, and you kind of go back to the you kind of said this earlier. Um, it makes me realize that man, we are kind of on the older edge of of some of this newer stuff because some of it I just. I just don't get it at all sometimes, and it's really weird. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, you know, I look at, you know, we've got Snapchat and Instagram stories, and in my head, I'm like, those things mm-hmm. aren't that different, but both exist. Right. I asked my nieces yeah. about this the other day, actually, and I was like, so what do you talk to? I mean, she's 13. Um, I was yeah, like, what yeah. are you, you're going to talk to your friends. What's your preferred medium? You know, she's got Instagram, she's got Facebook, she's got Snapchat, and TikTok. Yeah, like, yeah. Snapchat, that's how I communicate. In my head, right. I'm like, these things aren't that different, you know? Sure. Um, but she absolutely thinks it's, it is different. And then TikTok, it's short videos, yeah. not really a messaging thing from what I understand, but it's cool because what what my nieces do, it's mostly the nieces, sometimes the nephews, but they do a lot of lip sync. Yeah. You know, oh, they don't, yeah, yeah. They don't use it just for the video function. It seems like it's, there's, they make it easy to edit videos and, and, and lip sync things, and, and they like to yeah. get them together and, and do fun stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a lot of fun, and it's it's weird because like I, I never did have Snapchat. I never did understand that or, or yeah. really catch on to it. Um, but yeah, th- this has been my my recent uh, social media fix. And, and some people are calling it the most positive place on the internet. And okay. and I think I could I can definitely agree with that. I can definitely get behind that. Um, I did some looking into it, and I guess they have like really strict um, like community guidelines for right. what is allowed to be posted and what stays on there. And like, you know, they're actually fairly strict um, in terms of obviously like nudity and, and language and, um, and you know, uh, like uh, obviously like hate speech and anything with violence and whatever else, like they're, it's quite um, filtered. Uh, so what you're left with is just kind of like the, the best and most positive um, you know, stories and, and videos. And, and what's also cool about it is that the comment section is okay. hidden or at least like a few clicks away. Uh, um, I see. So it's, I think what it's kind of doing is, sorry, go ahead. So it's like, you can't, it's not just about being snarky or, or hating on the video because you can't even find the comments right away. You don't see them immediately. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you can like, you can scroll through like through, through it for a few minutes or however long you want to go on it for and not read a single comment and be totally fine. And like, we all know that that's kind of like the most toxic kind of worst place on yep. the internet yep. is the uh, comment section. And unfortunately, I don't know if you do this, but but I sure do. Um, on Facebook, like, sorry, I'll, I'll preface that. I do have Facebook for work. I don't have it personally. Right. <laughs> so so I will. You. I will. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. Wait a minute. He just said he doesn't have Facebook, yeah, exactly. but I, I use it for work, just not personally. But I've noticed even like on following local news channels and stuff because, um, you know. It, it, I, I scroll right to the comments and I just want to see, Oh, I see the headline. I'm like, Oh, I what are people? It. I love the comments. Yeah. I love to see the people fight. <laughs> I love to see uh, uh, the opinions. It's true. It's like, yeah. 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 Like a train crash. Yeah. I, I have mean, to watch it. <laughs> right. But at the same time, it can get really depressing and it's like, Oh man, people suck. And, and you know, like Twitter is kind of the same. Like it just gets to be like, cancer so fast um (laughs) so it's been really fun and kind of encouraging almost to see this like online community of people just having fun and and uh putting out content to make people laugh or make people smile um you know just to kind of have a a good part of their day and and what's interesting is that i think because like the way it's structured it almost filters out some of that negativity just by default like 
because commenting isn't like a, a core function. People, um, yeah. yeah, when you do look at the comments, they're actually kind of surprisingly mostly all positive too. <laughs> so it's yeah. kind of this neat thing. Yeah, I heard someone else say too that like it's almost like this is what the internet was meant to be. <laughs> like this is this, <laughs> they're like this is like a little glimpse of like what the internet was meant to be. So you know that's, that's cool. I like cool. that. I like that it's just about sharing funny videos and whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so, I, I you did, and I. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I was gonna uh, say you and I. We we always share Instagram videos back and forth. It's true. And. I know like one of my best, the best parts of my day is when I'm scrolling through my feed and I see that you've already liked something that I also like. <laughs> That's true. And it's like, oh I do yeah, enjoy we're, that. we're both here. Sometimes I send it anyways when it's really funny, but. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just looking up TikTok here. It turns out it's owned by this company called Byte Dance, as in like a bite of data dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a Chinese company. Uh, yeah, they yes, lost I the Chinese yeah. version in September 2016 and then had to. Yeah launch it a little differently outside of china because of the censorship yeah. rules in china exactly so how about that the most positive <laughs> app on the internet comes from china yeah. i don't think we would have guessed that it's the most downloaded hmm. app in the u.s um, yes it was in october 2018 as the first chinese app to achieve that and it's yeah. been translated to over 75 languages or something outrageous like that and yeah over 1 billion downloads globally yep yeah, so China's got all of our uh, our funny videos, and they, and they know what we, we like to. Down. They know what makes us laugh. They know what makes us laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's part of the yeah. conspiracy. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and at this point, at this point, I don't even care. It's like you know what? All of our data is out there. Whatever. If they want to know stuff about me, they already know it. So there you go. let's just let let me ha let me have my fun. Nice. Well, I'm gonna fire up my TikTok <laughs> yeah. again. I had it years ago, about a year ago to. to you know, I thought it was funny watching my nieces and nephews. They don't live here, so it's nice to see what they're up to. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't opened yeah. it in that long. So I'm going to fire it up and see what, what positivity I can find tonight after we, <laughs> we're done recording. That's that's my goal. Sure. And <laughs> I'll probably, if it's a normal day, I'll probably send you a few um, anyway. So so you, you might even see some. Oh, yeah. Can like we do that? that? Like, because we can be friends on TikTok? I don't know if we can be friends. Like I don't even have a profile really. I oh, just like watch the videos and okay. you, like, you, you know me, I'm, I'm a sucker for like fail videos. Ah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I just lurk on it. It's, lurk. it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, awesome. it's also been interesting for like the music side of things. So, like I've actually discovered a few artists and, and uh, on it and I was doing some, I was looking it up too. And like, you know, SoundCloud is like really huge for, yeah, yeah. for like rappers and stuff. Well, it turns out TikTok is actually like one of the number one ways that, like young young artists or, or like indie artists are blowing up right now like they're um because it, it's yeah getting big on tiktok so one of the ones that comes to mind and it's kind of he has a kind of kind of a weird definitely like a soundcloud rapper name yeah um, but jamie and i have both been really loving them lately his name is baby no money um and that's not the most like <laughs> millennial like <laughs> like baby no, like, money. Oh, baby no money so b b b n o dollar sign um wow. is his name and he blew up on tiktok like uh, uh six months eight months ago um and he's actually he's a rapper from vancouver okay um and, and his stuff's actually pretty good um but he's been like his kind of rise to fame has been mostly credited to tiktok um and he's definitely not the only one so that's actually that's an interesting side of it too but that's funny you know cause yeah. it used to be youtube obviously where you know you're probably on youtube as well 
but it's like oh yeah that makes sense you know not everybody's sharing content in these different ways you can blow up in different avenues and as long as you're getting your stuff out there and people can hear it well and that's how yeah. you that's how you move up right so huh. yeah so it's like a fun music and then like it needs a good drop because like you know how in most most of the, the uh, maybe you haven't been on there lately but like it's kind of there's like a build-up and then something funny happens right when the music drops or yep. something yeah it, it's kind of like that so if you can write a song that is is well suited um to that sort of video then then you're gonna do okay. well so baby no money is doing original music not not doing <laughs> yeah it, covers but then it, doing a video like a music video a homemade music video to it where he choreographs the beat drop to, to whatever it is he's doing well, no, like people are using his songs in their videos. Ah, but he, they got so, his song originally from TikTok or he... Right. So like it, it kind of blew up on TikTok. Like people started using it more and more and more. And I got to the point where I was like, I saw all these videos that had the same song and it was like super stuck in my head. Ah, and then I was like, oh, who, who is this guy? And I looked him up and turns out he's actually got some decent but stuff. did he so. release the song on TikTok or it was just like, it just happened to be the song people chose to make their TikToks too? Exactly that the, the latter. Yeah. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Listen to us trying. Listen to us trying to keep up with all the all the trends. All our uh, <laughs> Gen Gen Z listeners are just losing yeah, their yeah. minds, just ripping their hair. Well, I know, right? They're like, "Who are these old guys? Why are they talking about this?" Don't try to understand TikTok. <laughs> just give it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're trying our best. We're trying we to keep are. up. Keep yeah. up with these kids and their newfangled gadgets and videos and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Actually, that's. A, and that's actually a good transition too. We're talking about um, generational things and, and that's right. uh, older, older and youngers. And we um, we chatted yesterday about um, about millennials and uh, and uh, you know things that we're uh, we're up to. So for those of you that don't know, I'm sure that this is really common knowledge by now. But just in case, um, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you might be a millennial. Yes. Um, so that's defined as anyone who's like born in about 1980 to about 96. Yeah. So if you right now are 22 to 37, um, you are Likely classified a as a as a millennial. And we're right in the middle of it. Likely a millennial. Yeah. yeah. So we are. We are. And it's, it's interesting, right? Because like uh, – and it's, what's funny to me is like people that are a little older, like it's 37, right? That's close to 40. Yeah, um, so you, you have people who are that old talking talking down on like all oh, those millennials when in fact they are also um, millennials. <laughs> elder, elder millennials. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, Eliza. <would> say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. But millennials nonetheless. Yeah. So when we look at millennials, actually, I don't know why I love looking at all this kind of stuff. It's but, interesting. Um, no, I agree. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like the whole the generational divides and, and like generational differences. Uh, I, I don't know, like you and I would maybe have a unique perspective on this because like with, with like maybe a church background and stuff, you know, sure. you see a lot of generational differences within congregations or within, you know, uh, community groups and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you definitely see the differences everywhere, you know, like it's it's a huge thing. And, and it, like for business and for, for marketers, um, you know, obviously, like your demographics are huge. Um, so, so knowing the generational differences and how it affects, you know, mindsets and buying behaviors and Absolutely. all that kind of stuff is Absolutely. is huge, right? So, uh, keeping up with that sort of thing is 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 great, and and I find it really interesting. Um, and it's funny too because it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like even as we talk about TikTok and how little we understand of it, and sometimes I catch myself yeah. thinking like, this is so dumb, or why are this, this <laughs> yeah. kids? 
they don't understand. It's exactly what I'm sure parents thought about me, what people older thought about me. And then, you know, you find yourself being the on the other end of that thinking, wow, we had it figured out when we were their age and now they're just doing dumb stuff. Oh um, man, yeah, yeah. But it's like, oh, the world just changes and people have to, what they like and what they don't like and it's just a little different is all. And you just got to try and wrap yeah. your mind around it, right? Oh, exactly. And like that whole like, um, oh, kids these days thing. Yeah. You know, every every generation, every couple of years, you know, it catches themselves saying that. And it's always funny to see the things that like actually stick and the things that like were just kind of nonsense. Like yeah. some of the funny ones, I know people talk about a lot. And I, I remember this myself in school you know, teachers being like, oh, you're not always going to have a calculator yeah. in your pocket. So Where like figure out how to do your own math. <laughs> right? It's like, <laughs> well, actually I, I could ask Siri right now. Um, anything I want. Yeah. And, and you know, jokes on you. I've got a calculator all the time. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> things like that. Or like video, video games too is huge, right? Like, um, you know, get, you know, wasting your time in video games, but you know, you look at esports and stuff like that and, and man, that's huge. Like, yeah. Uh, the, league, the League of Legends World Championship or whatever it is, I don't know what they call it, um, had more viewers than all Major League Sports combined. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, it's wild. I didn't know like, it was that like, big. I than, mean, I, in my head, esports, they're, those guys who are good at that, they're just like regular athletes. They make huge money. They're celebrities in money. their circles. People know them. People want to hang out with them. And yeah. it's just, they're just like regular athletes. They just play esports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's wild. I'm actually like this week, um, I'm here with my brother in law, and he's really big into Fortnite. And he was actually like, he, he was so pumped because like there was Wi Fi at the pool. So he could like, he was on a deck chair watching the Fortnite like World Series wow. or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> there's huge money on the table. Like, the the fiftieth place prize was one hundred and fifty grand split split between four players. Really? So like, yeah, like top prize took home like, I think it was like twenty two million or something oh like that. Gosh. Like, don't quote me on that number, but like big money, right? This is huge. That's and crazy. like major like big athletes in like you know, I think LeBron James and a few others like are known to have you know they're investing in esports and ESPN's trying to find inroads. Like it's. It makes it's sense. this huge thing, right? And a oh, lot absolutely. of people who are listening to us right now, and they're thinking, this is so dumb. Why would anyone want to watch someone else play video games? And why does <laughs> yeah. anyone care? And it's like, it is not any different than watching someone else play a sport. It's really the same thing. It's just a little it's bit of a different thing. It's just a generational thing. Yeah, yeah. So if you catch yourself saying kids these days, when you hear that, um, just just buckle up because it's going to get pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so what yeah. you got for hey, so. Well, I got a few other things to chat about. And again, I, I said, I always find stuff interesting from like, like the generational stuff, like what goes in and what comes out and like what changes and what's moving. Um, it's always interesting to like think in that way, right. like to kind of take a step back and like look at all the different like macro changes and, and what that all means. And I have a list here and you'll probably, you probably see these kind of lists all the time online, but like I, I did some looking into this and there's actually a lot of consistency between these lists. And if you find the right um, sources, there's actually a lot of data behind the reoccurring um, items that come up. And okay. what, I guess what I'm talking about in, in this instance is the stuff that um, quote unquote, like millennials have killed, right. um, <laughs> which is kind of a, a fun one to get into. But that's just the idea of things that are like going out of style um, because of like the millennial mindset or um, big businesses or, 
um, you know, institutions that we once thought were like in unshakable, you know, say like department stores and things like that. Right. Um, that we've you know, killed. how that we've killed. So let's just go through a quick list okay. of, of is some it, of those is things. Is it a ranked list? Like this is the biggest thing we've killed or is it just like a list of things we've killed? Um, I, good question. Uh, the one I'm looking at right now, um, I did not notice any, any, um, distribution. Um, it seems pretty random. Okay. Okay. So first off, um, starter homes, um, oh. has come up on many lists uh, well, and is, is the number one. one on this one. Okay. Yeah. Now what, when you so, say starter home, what do you mean when you mean start, when you say starter home? The idea of buying a, a small or like a, you know, a, a fairly modest first home to build equity um, and then to kind of move your way up, um, ah, you know, the real estate ladder. Right, right. So according to a lot of research, that that idea of a starter home is going away um, quite rapidly uh, because, of, because of the millennial uh, mindset. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, one of the main ones, and we don't need to spend too much time on all these. Look it up yourself if you're interested. It's kind of cool to look mm -hmm, into. But mm -hmm. over overall, they're saying that millennials are making 20% less than the generation before Say us. what? So um, starter homes have gone away because we can't afford starter homes. Right. So that's one of the reasons, affordability. Um, and then, and like, wages not keeping up with cost of living. So that's saving up for down payments is actually really difficult for okay. millennials, um, st statistically speaking. Yeah. Um, but also, there's just a, been a change in mindset when it comes to some of that. So renting or living um, living in like uh, co-housing situations or even living at home for longer um, is, is more and more common and more normal. And what they're seeing or what experts are noticing is that it's not that millennials don't get into homes at all, it's that they often wait, they skip the starter home, they'll save, they'll rent for a while and save, and then move into a more expensive or larger home oh, later on. I see. Right? So instead of getting into home ownership like mid, late 20s or whatever, um, it, it, it skews, it, it's starting to anyway, skew a bit more towards, um, you know, mid, late 30s and into the 40s. That um, late for, for, for first home ownership. That, that late um, has, has been noticed as a bit of a, a bit of a trend, uh, which which is actually which I find quite interesting. Um, okay, so yeah, starter homes—that's number one. I don't want to spend too much time on all these because okay, okay. I, I do have a, a dinner reservation at eight. <laughs> yes, all right, let's I'm still on vacation. One. I'm still on vacation. There you go. Uh, golf, golf is number two. Golf um, is not happening anymore. People don't like golf, eh? Millennials are killing golf. Oh. Um, things that are cited there are it's too expensive. So that's a trend. You'll notice that a lot. Um, uh, affordability is a concern. It also takes too much time, apparently. Right. So um, th they're saying that to save golf, the, the rules and the format needs to be revamped to have shorter, smaller, um, more compact rounds. Um, so so that it's something that's more um, more efficient time-wise and and not as expensive. Right. Right. Because if you get into a round of golf, you're looking at yeah, four or five whatever hours. Yeah, four hours if you're um, eighteen at least, right? So. And that's just uh, we don't have the attention span for that or the time. We're yeah. trying to hustle, trying to trying to make some money. We're only minutes, <laughs> you know. We got TikTok uh, videos to watch at a minute apiece. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So how are we going to do a whole round oh, of golf? I can't handle it. Oh, man. All right. So some of these sense. some of these we don't need to talk about any further. Like number three here is cable TV. Uh, ah, yeah. Like that that's we that's a dead horse. Got um, we we all know that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Disney Plus. Uh, Jamie and I haven't had cable for like a decade. Oh, <laughs> Ten years I now. We, 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 would, we would never go back. All right. Um, let me see here. So marriage. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> yes. Apparently, apparently marriage is, is on the way out. Oh, man. Um, more than half of today's 25 to 34-year-olds are single. Um, are single this not is very different. not in serious relationships it's like uh, my initial thought was right. maybe we're not going through the formal step of marriage but are still in committed relationships yeah, so, yeah there's a bit of that as well um, a, kind of a general distrust of the overall institution of marriage because I know we've seen staggering divorce rates um, in the previous generation yep. so there's not really a good ex- good examples to uh, look at in most cases yep. um, it's also very expensive and Again, because of um, affordability and things like that, people are tending to wait a lot longer to get married than statistically they did before, um, just so that they're more established and feeling more settled, perhaps, before before they get into it. So so that's an interesting one, too. Interesting. Um, yeah. And some of these are interesting enough to do like a whole episode on, maybe, but we'll just skim through a few more. Um, so we have casual dining chains. So that would be like your Applebee's, Applebee's or your, or your uh, like, uh, yeah, you're like your, uh, Boston pizzas and things like that. Right. So even looking at medicine hat, right. Montana's, they closed for like a bunch of years. They did. They did. So millennials apparently, and I actually, I can, I can vouch for this, um, prefer to eat at more local places. That's um, 100% you know, true. And I've, I almost feel like it's a bit of a stereotype, but I don't know why, but I absolutely prefer to eat at local places. <laughs> oh, for sure. Just like I'm never, a millennial stereotype, I guess, just like you. I guess so. I guess so. Um, I've never like gone to Boston Pizza or something like that. You always just usually kind of end up there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, it's so funny. The last time I was there, we tried to go to a brewery, uh, the Medicine yeah. Monaco, and it was full. And then Brittany said, right. why don't we go to Boston Pizza? And I was upset about it. And right. he went anyways, and I was like, what a waste. But it was actually... And he just good. had an okay, okay time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of... But I was very frustrated. Right. millennial Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, I, have to, I have to eat at Boston Pizza. It yeah, sucks. Exactly. Um, this one's interesting for me because I'm into them, but the next one is motorcycles. Um, oh, really? So top motorcycle brands are scrambling hard to try to find messaging that resonates with uh, millennial buyers. I know... Harley has gone through a huge restructure and a big change to try to attract a new generation of riders. Um, and the same is true with, with a lot of other big uh, motorcycle brands. I didn't um, Interesting. Yeah. Af- affordability is a thing there as well. And then there's just kind of like this uh, perception of like biker culture. Um, a lot of people are kind of um, saying that some of the, uh, the tail end of uh, the boomer generation sort of ruined the image of motorcycles for a lot of younger people. That makes sense. <laughs> So, so there's that as well. Thanks, boomers. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks, boomers. <laughs> That's another hilarious t- TikTok TikTok channel. If you okay, want to check boomer. that out, that's great. Yeah, okay, boomer. <laughs> oh, man. So disrespectful, uh, though, too. Uh, beer, beer is dying as well. Really? But, um, I'm surprised. By yeah. That. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, the way they're classifying this is like the legacy brands. Okay, that makes um, more sense. So, yeah. like you. Yeah, way more sense. So like your Bud Lights, your Labatt's, your Coors, your whatever. Um, just the, the big, the boomer, the big boomer brands of beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, those ones are, are definitely taking a huge hit um, with craft brew. We talked about craft brew on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, not, a, not no one to go into there. Um, this one I found interesting, breakfast cereal. 
Oh, really? That's dying, hey? Yeah. Is it, it because is. So, we try to eat healthier, maybe? Yeah. So marketers are trying to get, catch up with this one. Um, the, like the big cereal companies and big brands have lost a considerable amount of market share um, in recent years. Um, a lot of people are citing inconvenience, um, just that you have to have milk and have a dirty bowl. I don't know. The inconvenience thing I don't really get. Yeah. Not really at all. But one of the main ones is just health because a lot of them are very sugar yeah, heavy and sugar focused. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you remember like growing up, like all the cereals were, were marketed very heavily um, and they were all very, you know, Lucky Charms and Fruit Loops. And like I can still remember those commercials. Yeah. Um, and those Heart's, just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I remember all those songs. Yeah. Heart Stars and Horseshoes. Clover Sand Blue Moons. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. 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 But, but as we've, as we've matured or as, um, you know, there's more science and more data out there. Um, the trends are shifting further and further away from sugar, um, which is uh, left cereal in the dust for the most part. Okay, um, big box gyms. People are preferring smaller, more personalized workouts. Okay. Um, napkins. Apparently, the napkin industry is just dead. We just use our um, shirt sleeves or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not buying napkins anymore. Oh, shirt um, sleeves. The paper towels are apparently the substitute, but cloth napkins um, are coming back. Um, okay, washable classy. cloth napkins. And this is a weird one because I've never bought a napkin in my life. I, I've napkin? never bought a, a, a bag of napkins. I bought, no, like like actual like paper napkins. Interesting. You know, it's funny. If you ask Brittany about this, I bought – she sent me out to get napkins. I got went to Costco and got two giant bags of white napkins, and this was probably two three years ago. We've never run out. It's just – I thought huh. it was efficient. Brittany said these are the ugliest napkins, but I, I guess we'll just use them for the rest <laughs> of our life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I guess some people still use them. That's that's cool. I guess that's a weird one to me. Like that seems so niche. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, movie theaters. Those are going yeah, away. I think I we talked about that before. That. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie actually, she uh, she always brings up interesting points. She's like, because I, I do like going to the movies. I think you and I have talked about this before. I have like a rule with the movie theater where I won't go to like a, a drama or like a yeah. comedy in the theater. The, the only way I go to the theater is if I think the movie deserves like the big sound and the big screen. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like we're talking the fast and the furious movies. We're talking, um, uh, you know, star Wars movies, obviously anything December by 20th. Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Anything <laughs> by Michael Bay. I'll be in the theater December 20th for rise of Skywalker. There for better you go. Or Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, that's the thing. That's maybe the sad part is that, uh, I think a lot of people will think that way, and so the blockbuster does okay in the movie theater. But if you're not a yes, blockbuster, yes. if you're, um, you know, Oscar bait or uh, a drama yeah. or something like that, you know, you might still get watched, but on demand, yeah. not. Oh yeah, not that's just not your space anymore. If that's your kind of movie, right? Exactly. So, yeah. So I mean, like big TVs are getting more and more affordable. Um, we have that's more and true. more on-demand services. Um, you know, people are spending more and more money on their their setups and comfortable living rooms and whatnot so staying home and oh here's another thing like things like skip the dishes and uh and services like that make a night in um a lot easier yeah. and a lot more enjoyable yeah. than than it ever has been also i feel um, like so. generally i feel like millennials we often when you look at instagram or tiktok or wherever we we communicate we always talk about not wanting to leave the house about being yeah, you know, like and, and I, I feel like that's part of it. Like, well, I could go out to a movie theater, or I could rent something at home and eat all the food, and yeah, get on the couch with a nice warm blanket, and and we really appreciate that night. And I'll be honest, that sounds a lot better to me, probably because I'm just a yeah. millennial. 
than going out to a movie sure. theater. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's something to be said for there's something to be said too for like not having to you know uh, even shower or you can just like yeah. wear pajamas and like just be whatever you want and and it's it's fine. You're just comfortable. You're you're doing your thing. Um, like that's it. very appealing. All right, one more. One more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a bunch more, but yeah, cruises is a big one. Oh. Um, going away. Um, if you watch, uh, you know, I think one of the factors for this might be shows like the Patriot Act. Um, if you're watching that, um, there's an episode that he oh, does on cruises right. and right. yeah, show, and apparently cruises right. are pretty terrible. It is a great show. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, cruises are going away. Banks. Sorry, man. Banks are going away. Ah, you know, um, it's funny cause that's like a <laughs> lowercase B bank, I guess, because Somebody's got to hold the money, and that's in my oh, head, yeah. all that yeah. makes it a bank. <laughs> I think the they're, I think they're talking, yeah, the br- yeah, brick and mortar. Yeah, the buildings are for sure. Away. Like when we did our mortgage for our la- for our the house we bought here, um, we did that honestly. I we we did our whole mortgage via text. We had to go in to talk to our mortgage broker um, for like five minutes to sign some paperwork, and that was it. Oh wow! Well, that makes sense. I mean, did you yeah. use the local mortgage broker then? Yeah, we did. See, yeah, because even you don't even have to do that. You could just go to like Rate Hub and then send all the information electronically, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, even that's like it's pretty. It's pretty non, but you can still even be less interactive and get yeah. mortgage. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. wild. The world is changing. Right. So, all right. So, hold on. We'll. Uh, I won't. We won't spend any more time on this list. I'll just quickly read. The, uh, the other top ones that are mentioned in a lot of sites. So, okay. and the, a lot of these are kind of no brainers. Think about technology, think about, you know, all this kind of stuff when I mention these and they all make a lot of sense. So nine to five work day going away. Um, ironing, who even does that anymore? I do. Um, <laughs> lot, <laughs> okay. Well, sometimes, I mean, sometimes I do too. Um, the suit. So, um, oh, dressing up in suits is, is kind of going away. Well, a lot of big, a lot of big, um, companies, um, are going quite casual. Um, I forget the, I forget some of the um, the names, but the, it was pretty big news that they finally relaxed their dress code policies and that? made things a bit more, a bit more informal. Uh, department stores, that's an obvious one. Yep. Online shopping, um, wine corks, that's a weird one. Wow, that's weird. That's running, running, it is. What's re- running? Uh, what's replacing it is climbing walls and oh. cardio-based gyms like spin classes. Or yeah, like a lot of hit gyms. You got you can't throw a rock in yeah. and not hit a new gym. It seems like right now, so that seems fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah running bars of soap. Okay, all about um, the body are wash. Not, yeah, are not being bought anymore. Doorbells um, are going away. Some homes don't even have them anymore um, because of just texting, "Hey, I'm coming over." Or hey, I'm here. Uh, okay. Diamonds, lottery tickets, hey, we fabric talked about softener. Diamonds, Tiffany's being bought because they were Postcards. doing poorly. Actually, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what that is about. Sorry, keep going, keep going. Yeah, uh, postcards was the last one on this list. Yeah, that seems fair. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you can find lists like this all over the place, and some of them I think are a bit kind of alarmist or like, oh, look at what millennials are doing. But if you kind of take a deeper look at them, like you know, we have very briefly here, um, it's interesting, right? Just think about. You know, changes in technology. Think about changes in in uh, perception. You know, maybe environmental awareness yep. or social awareness. Um, think about all those different factors that are like informing us differently as to what we should buy or what what makes sense to buy and when it makes sense to buy it. All that kind of stuff. I find that stuff super super fascinating. 
it's pretty cool. No, I'm with you. And it's, I think it's the way you, you look at it. It's just, this is the way the world is changing. It's not good. It's not bad. There'll be some challenges maybe, but you know, you got to figure it mm -hmm. out and, and it is, it's going to happen. You can't put your head in the sand and think it's evil or it's going to be bad. You got to figure out how to, how to be a productive member of society and, and even in some ways take advantage and, and Oh, totally do well because of these new technologies. A lot of them are just different tools and different ways of doing things. And it's just finding out how to use them. Yep, exactly. So in a world with no fabric softener, what will you as a lingerie supply brand do? Yeah, <laughs> That's uh, the question. Is fabric softener going out? <laughs> I love those downy commercials when they drop that bottle on that giant <laughs> pile of pillows. That looks so cozy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of the things on the list. And in market surveys, the, there was millennial audiences were widely saying like, well, what for? Like, why would I need it? I don't um, even know what it does. One, I have no clue. Yeah, exactly. And one of, one of the reasons why is there's a lot of um actually this kind of takes you back to your conversation from last week with uh high-end fashion and stuff but a lot of um brands and stuff worth wearing these days um you know really focus on nice fabrics and uh and and better fits and, and things like that so the days of like the really heavy run spun cotton boxy shirts and stuff are kind of gone so we don't really need to soften our fabrics anymore like they've just gotten better oh fair enough <laughs> I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Cool. Anyway, yeah. Well, that's a lot of appreciate blah, you bringing blah, that blah, list. A lot of nothing. No, I like it. I like it. Appreciate <laughs> it. Now, real quick, Caleb, I want the listeners yes, yes. as we move to sort of the financial part of our podcast. Oh, yes, we could. Um, our listeners may not know Caleb and his wife have bought a an older rundown home in Medicine Hat. But in a good location, mm -hmm. and they decided to do a significant, yes. and I am underlining and capitalizing the word significant renovation. <laughs> Give us a little bit of a high level where you're at. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Oh, man. Um, yes, yeah, significant is, uh, is a great word. Uh, it's, been, it's been a wild couple months. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. um, so actually, as we're away on holidays this week, um, our kitchen countertops went in. Um, the ceilings that we're putting up started going in and, and we're kind of getting close to finishing touches. We've started painting. Um, anyway, so there's a lot of stuff going on, but when we bought the house earlier this summer, it was a dump. It was a total rundown mess. Um, but the location was fantastic. It's right on the river. It's a, it's a great street in the city. Um, so we couldn't say no to it based on the location, but the house itself, like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, a lot of work. Um, a lot of work so like it had just to maybe give some perspective if it's possible like there's an indoor pool yep. um that we totally we tore down um we we removed filled like a in. huge structure yeah. yep. filled in the pool um the entire house is made of brick inside and out um so we're not just talking like wood construction we're talking about like heavy machinery and sledgehammering and jackhammering bricks all summer and like wow it's very it's big walls like you know the giant brick wall <laughs> making it in the kitchen in particular Yes. Yeah, yes. that was uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a project, but it's all for uh an, an end result, which um is that we we've done the numbers, we we've 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 put it all together. Jamie's good at spreadsheets. Um and, and it's gonna be a good move, right? So we, we picked up this house at a really good price. We're putting in the sweat equity, we're putting in the some money for sure. Um but at the end of the road, um it's gonna be a, a very positive um you know, move forward for us and in terms of, of home equity and uh, and just kind of, you know, having an, an asset that will grow with us. 
um, and, and kind of prepare us for for bigger and better things maybe down the road. I like it. Now, what was particularly compelling to me, Caleb, and you know, maybe it's my millennial eyes. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Jamie and Caleb, they sold. They had a home previously. They sold it. They've rented for a while. If you're, our listeners want to go back a couple, maybe a year or two ago, maybe a year and a bit yeah. ago, I should say, we talked about that and the decision-making that led to that. But it's kind of like a decision that most would, you know, you don't go in that direction. Um, yeah. And then you guys did that. And a big part of the reason you were able to jump on this property so quickly was because you were renting at the time of, and, you know, you guys could just wait. I don't know how long you were looking and waiting for yeah. the right property to come up. But that's the big thing is um, mm-hmm. I could tell that you guys were looking for something. Yeah, we're willing to put in the time, willing to put in the equity for the right property in the right location. Um, yes. And you were able to just bide your time and wait. You weren't bound by, I need to have a house right now. I'm selling my house. I need to yeah. buy something right away. And that flexibility yeah. and that willingness and desire to find something that's unique, that's you know just Caleb and Jamie, I think is yep. it's really cool. And I think that's something that maybe speaks to a little bit of a generational difference as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know that when we told our financial advisor, who is an old kind of really conservative um, definitely more of that boomer generation. Mm-hmm. Um, he was quite he was quite confused at first. <laughs> we we had to explain it to him, and it, it eventually made sense. Um, but yeah, it, it it was an interesting move. Um, we we definitely enjoyed the move to renting. It was um, it was great, you know. And you're right; it let us have some flexibility. Um, it was a very freeing experience because you know we didn't we weren't tied to anything. Right. Um, we could just kind of do whatever, and um, not owning anything was kind of nice for a while. And, and you guys weren't doing that specifically um, yeah. to, to be flexible to buy another house. You guys were doing it because you just wanted to make that move for a while regardless, correct? Yeah, we went in with like no – like there wasn't a timeline. Like yeah. we, we didn't go into it thinking like, oh, man, like we're going to do this as a quick step sideways and, and look really quickly for something that's out there and pounce on it. Um, we, we had no time frame. Like we could have been there five, ten years. We, who knows? Like right. I don't even know um, how long we could have been there because we really did enjoy it. It was a nice apartment and it was it was fun. Um, but you know, the right place came up and it was just, okay, let, let's do this. Um, but one thing that like we can't ignore is the fact that, you know, we had built some equity in our first home, right? So this, this wasn't our first renovation. This wasn't our first, our first thing. So our starter home <laughs> to kind of go against the, uh, nice. the, the list there, um, <laughs> our, our starter home is something that we also put work into and we're able to sell at, at a pretty good r- return. Um, so what enabled us to kind of sit and wait, um, in a lot of ways was that home equity that we built, right. um, th- the first go around. So you had the um, cash and, available to, to jump on an opportunity as soon as it presented. Right, itself. right. Yeah, exactly. So we kind of see the, the renting portion, which is about two and a half years. I think that we were in, in that apartment. Okay. Um, we kind of saw that as like a step sideways. Um, some people saw it as a step back. <laughs> But to us, it was just a, a really strategic sort of deliberate step sideways. It was like, okay, let's clear some debt. Let's not have any responsibilities. Let's just kind of put some money away and see what happens um, or, or see what comes up. And, and it, was, it, was, it was a good move. Um, if anyone else is in that position or, or thinking about some maybe unorthodox ways yeah. of you know, navigating real estate and, and big investments like that, um, don't be afraid to, um, you know, try it out. I know that you and I talked a lot about it. Um, 
which was really helpful to get your perspective. Um, and then, you know, we talked with our financial advisor guy that we were friends with and kind of have worked with a little bit in the past and, and he was helpful as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, time will tell, but I think, it, I think it all worked out pretty good. And, you know, the house that we're going to be moving into hopefully soon, um, we, we're, we don't have any plans of flipping that or moving anytime soon. We really do feel like we've found like, the perfect location for us. Um, but it's, um, Either way, just it'll, it's nice to know that we're building into something, you know, that can carry us into the future. So, yeah, and you know, for the listeners, it's, it's a really great location, right on the river, so you can see the the South Saskatchewan River from from the back windows of the home. Beautiful yard. They're gonna have great outdoor living space, and it makes sense, right? And so you waited for the location, and then you made the house look mm-hmm. short work for. Uh, and that's what they say in real estate: location, location, location. Is it? Yes. So, location 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 yeah so i mean i know you guys do that little like financial portion or the business portion of the podcast which has been great i i've enjoyed it except for when matt talks about taxes oh that's uh <laughs> no i'm just kidding Everybody uh... hates taxes. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good but yeah no um home equity it's a great thing um if you have opportunities to build it do it and um we know from personal experience and even just family experience that you know um it could be scary um, to, to, to take the jump into home renovations or into major projects um, that help improve your home. It can be kind of scary, very daunting. Um, they can definitely be expensive. But if you do the right things and if you kind of go into it with a plan, um, th- there's really good benefits to come to come from it. So Absolutely. Um, and you know, and, it's not just HGTV and Pinterest. I mean, it can be real life. You know, <laughs> there you go. And I think that's the thing. Yeah. You know, everyone does watch those shows and, and gets ideas. But I mean, that's part of the fun of it. It's a lot of work. Um, but yes. you know, and, and I again want to underline capital S significant substantial renovation here. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. And and listeners, if you guys have any more detailed questions or want to know more, send us a comment. Uh, write a you know, send us um, oh, what do you? private message or whatever and we'll we'll pass it on to caleb we'll make sure he gets you an answer and we can answer that question for you <laughs> yes uh, and i don't claim to be an expert on it it's just that we're in the middle of it and we've seen this sort of thing in action for us and uh yeah that'd be cool i'd, I'd be happy to talk talk plans and i know if you have any um if you want to move any walls or like completely reconfigure a room i could also pass you on to my mom or my dad who are also very uh they have a lot of ideas. That's true. <laughs> when it comes to walls that can be removed, I know that they have X-ray vision when they walk into a house. Yeah, and, it's wild. Um, they've cer- they've certainly helped me and Jamie clear out some space. Let's just say that they do have vision beyond what you can see, and that's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> exactly. Well, buddy, I think you got to get to dinner, and we don't want to keep you from paradise. Last night there, so thank you for yeah, being on yeah. the podcast. Appreciate your your. <laughs> Being willing to come on from Plato Carmen in Mexico. <laughs> yes. Anytime, man. I lo- love listening to the show. Um, I often say, I joke with you that there should be an after show because I have like, I, I like banter with you guys almost as <laughs> you are talking on the episodes and like, no, Matt, like you're, you're missing the point or there is a, there is a suit made of sweatpant material. I like want to, <laughs> or like whatever it is, right? Yeah, I just want to yeah, jump yeah. in and, and, and comment. So it's nice to chat with you and, um, you know, a long time listener and happy to be here. Awesome. Appreciate it, buddy. 
Alright, take care, man. Take care.